0: Welcome to the Cannabis 101 podcast, your guide through the legalization and consumption of cannabis in Canada and beyond. Here's your host, Dean Millard.
1: And welcome to episode 58 of the Cannabis 101 podcast. It's not just about getting high, it's about getting healthy. My name is Dean Millard. Thank you so much for downloading this podcast. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, depending on what time of the day you are listening to this. And I really stand by that slogan. It's not just about getting high, it's about getting healthy. Uh, I do both with cannabis and there are some people that only do one and that's fine. But we are gonna talk about the stigma of cannabis from the medical side, from medical professionals on this episode. But before we do anything, before we go any further, if you have listened to the show before, you know what's coming. If you're new to the show, I wanna know, what's your groove?
2: in your pipe and smoke
3: it.
4: Can you dig it?
1: kind of grabs you by the boo-boo, don't it? Pipe in a grape, one in a This
4: is
5: great. This is the bee's knees. Can you dig it?
1: So when I say, what's your groove, what I'm asking is, uh, if you're listening to this show, what, if anything, are you grooving with?
0: What are you people on dope?
1: Are you smoking a joint? Do you got a bong packed? Like I do. I got the Hexasaurus Rex. That's what I call my hexagon from burnt. I got that packed and ready to go. Maybe you've got some edibles, maybe a drink, maybe you've just taken some nice CBD oil or capsules or... Anything. Um, I just want to know what you're grooving with. And I love the people that have reached out to me. I absolutely love it. At the cannabis one oh one on Twitter, and you can email me cannabis101 podcast at gmail.com. I actually have several people email me every week confidentially. It allows them to participate in the show and not get fired if their boss is still stuck in reefer madness. So feel free to reach out and email, and you can actually win prizes. Several people have won prizes. I like to, uh, you know, actually the uh, the pro- recent prize winner for uh, that won the uh, prize package from Numo Cannabis was an anonymous winner. So feel free to reach out. As for what I'm grooving with, I'm going with uh, some Guy from Seven Acres. Uh, whatever you do, whatever you do. Do not go into a uh, cannabis store and say, "Can I have some of that Jean Guy?"
6: Zero point
1: zero. Don't say, "I want some Jean Guy." <laughs> that's just not right.
7: Yeah, well, you know, that's just like uh, your opinion, man.
1: It is, but it's Jean and and I like this. Uh, it's uh, the one I have is uh, from Seven Acres. Uh, I like that the, the, you know, one of the top terpenes in it is, uh, caryophyllene, uh, limonene also in there. I need some, uh, stamina boost tonight. I need some energy cause I'm staying up to, uh, watch the Oilers and the Hawks game three, uh, so I want to be able to, uh, keep going strong through that game. And it also has a great backstory too. The legend is, uh, somebody dropped this off at a, a compassion clinic in Quebec. Um, uh, dropped this, uh, an, this strain off and they ended up, uh, growing it and it turned into Zhang And a lot of people think it's white widow, a phenotype of white widow. So I'm all about the backstory. I'm all about uh, how it makes me feel, how it tastes. This is going to have a little, uh, spice to it. Uh, probably some citrus as well. So I'm going to get my groove on. I just took the uh, hex out of the freezer too. So it's totally clean, totally cold. Almost need a glove with it. Ah. Jongi, absolutely delicious.
0: All right, all right, all right.
1: Indeed. All right, so here's what's coming down the hash pipe on this show today. We're gonna take you on the Spirit Leaf bus tour. I was um, honored to be on location at Spirit Leaf Argyle yesterday. And uh, had a chance to uh, interview some of the reps uh, from Top Leaf, uh, from uh, Afria, uh, the the Riff brand, was being represented yesterday, and a couple of the bud tenders. So we'll bring you those conversations and kind of get an inside look at working what working at Spirit Leaf is like, uh, particularly the, that location, and uh, possibly what some of the LPS have going on. David Wiley from the OZ joins me as usual for this week in cannabis news. Cannabis helping the homeless. Uh, there was a recent survey done, study, uh, where 100% of the homeless uh, individuals that were interviewed use cam- cannabis for mental and physical ailments. Very interesting. Uh, BC Bud could be getting a click and collect sort of thing, and hopefully the next stop is delivery. We're going to talk about some cannabis stocks that one publication recommends you avoid, and unfortunately some vape concerns, but we're not sure why which concerns me. Chris Ionson, our educator from Nova Cannabis, Jasper Avenue, as usual with what's that strain? Lemon Z from Ogen, it's delicious. And it's a really cool company. You need to go to their website, listen for that later and uh, make sure you check out their website. It is, They have the coolest stage gate of all time. Melka Labelle from the Green Generation Co. on the business of cannabis. We're gonna be discussing why and what the stigma is for medical professionals with cannabis that are not informed. It's wild. Also, cannabis companies making the change from illicit to legal are having issues with illicit cannabis dispensaries. And the color green, what does it mean? So we'll talk about all of that on the business of cannabis. Our cannabis question is about swag, which we'll have some free stuff to give away. And I want to remind you about the weed weekly, check it out, uh, at the cannabis, One Hundred and One podcast.ca. We have our monthly giveaway. I didn't get a chance to put out last week's episode because, uh, my computer had to go to uh, the Apple store for an extended stay. So I apologize. We will do the monthly giveaway in, uh, this week's episode. All right, let's get on with the show.
0: It's prize time. <laughs> Chime in on the cannabis question. Applause. And you could win a cannabis 101 podcast prize pack. Quite a grape, bong and a blint. Hit us up on any of our social media feeds. Or email us at cannabis101podcast at gmail.com.
4: Okay, here we go!
1: The cannabis question this week: What is the best or coolest cannabis swag you've received? I, I've seen all kinds of stuff out there. the The thing that's caught my eye lately is I got some top leaf socks a while back, and uh, yesterday at uh, Spirit Leaf Argyle in uh, one of the goodie bags was some San Raphael socks, and so I'm digging the socks. I don't wear socks until it gets cold, basically uh, from April until october i just wear uh uh sandals etc so but when i do start wearing socks i'm going to be wearing some top leaf and sand raft socks so i love that uh, we'll be throwing some of the goodies that i've been able to pick up as of late into uh, the cannabis 101 podcast prize package that you could win just for telling me what some of the cool swag is that you have seen out there there's all kinds of stuff like Man, I, if I could go into some of these cannabis stops, th- there's a cool sand sign. There's records out there. There's TV, mini TVs. They seem to be doing one of the best jobs with that. But there's all kinds of cool things. Um, you know, Seven Acres has a, a really cool dab mat, uh, the Respect the Plant logo, or, or, or I guess saying on it. But anyway, hit me up at The Cannabis 101. Uh, you can also get us on Instagram and Facebook. Uh, just find The Cannabis 101 Podcast. And you can email me as well, Cannabis101podcast at gmail.com. To what pairs well with cannabis now, and that is anything that goes well with cannabis. And for me, it's the Stanley Cup playoffs. I'm so excited. It's weird watching it in August, but it is what it is. No fans means nobody banging on the glass. And um, yeah, I I find um, cannabis... Uh, chilling out with uh, my bong or a joint or uh, the supernova, my uh, volcano. Uh, By the way, click and collect Nova Cannabis. We'll be telling you about that a little bit later. Uh, That's something that is really important. Do your cannabis shopping online, reserve it, pick it up in store. Uh, So anyway, I love uh, cannabis during the playoffs. I used to be a guy that would you know, drink copious amounts of beer and wine during the Stanley Cup playoffs. You get to those overtime games and you're... You know, you're putting on, uh, putting away a lot of bottles. Uh, So now it's kind of a substitute. I have the odd beer and uh, maybe the odd glass of wine here and there, but not nearly as much as I would. um, And sometimes, most nights, not even at all. So for me, cannabis pairs well with the Stanley Cup playoffs. All right, we're going to take you on the Spirit Leaf bus tour after we hear the weed song from the artist My Dead Dog.
4: this
0: This is the Cannabis 101 Podcast, your guide through the legalization and consumption of cannabis in Canada and beyond.
1: This is a serious message. Peace and love, peace and love. We are here at uh, Spirit Leaf Argyle for uh, the Spirit Leaf bus tour. It is something that I've been really looking forward to a long time and I have a bud tender sales associate Madison Funk joining me. Mm-hmm. Madison, how is it, how exciting is it to have this day finally here?
8: Oh, it's so, so exciting. It's, we've been waiting for it for like a very long time now, so.
1: No kidding, as soon as I heard about this, I knew I wanted to be uh, a part of that, a part of this and wanted to be down here. So let's tell our uh, listeners a little bit about what you guys uh, have going on. What is the Spirit Leaf Bus Tour? <laughs>
8: Well, the Spirit Leaf bus tour is actually kind of like our promotional day to celebrate everything that we are. So everything that about us is just like peace and harmony, just kind of getting along with everybody. Just really good stuff. Um, we've got tons of deals going on in the store, like a bunch of uh, pre-rolls are on sales, a couple of accessories. We even have an ounce for a really awesome price. That's
1: a good sign. Yeah.
8: yeah. So we got some really good stuff.
1: And we're going to have a bunch of different people down here with oh, us, heck yeah. uh, handing out some great free stuff. We have Manny uh, from Spinach Farms here right now. Yes, He's yes. got some real cool swag and some great uh, you know, uh, products that people can see that they're coming out. So, you have all these different people coming down here with all this free stuff to give away, why wouldn't people come visit?
8: Seriously, it's a no brainer. Everybody has to come down. We have, and especially we have like Manny here from Spinach, we're gonna have Talk Leaf, we're gonna have Aurora. Tons of really, really good people here for yeah. sure.
1: And you guys have some incredible sales, uh, which makes it uh, so much fun. It has been just Buzzing since you guys opened your doors in here today. It has, it has. Is it normally this busy or people just excited about this bus tour?
8: Like, not directly in the morning. People have just been coming like time after time again and it's just like it's been nice and steady. So it's perfect. It's perfect.
1: I've I've noticed um, the people that come in here, um, they're all smiling. Well, From You can tell somebody is smiling even though they're wearing a mask on, (laughs) but everybody just seems like uh, they're in a good mood as soon as they walk into a cannabis retail shop. I don't know if it's just the the pre-giggles that they're going to get, but everybody seems to always have a smile on their face because they know they're going to get something they really enjoy.
8: Definitely, definitely. And I mean, how could you not be in a good mood walking into a cannabis (laughs) store in the first place? Uh, But no, we the first thing that we like to make sure is just everybody is here and like having a good time We want to make sure that we give them the information they need and stuff like that So they know what they're using Mm -hmm. before they like take um, take anything or have have any hoots or anything like that So just want everybody to be safe.
1: I think Ebenezer Scrooge would have a <laughs> smile on his face, you know, before the three ghosts <laughs> visit him, if he walked into a cannabis <laughs> store, and, and you kind of just touched on something that I think it is so important for any cannabis retail store, is the education that you provide for That's somebody I mean. that comes in. I know, you know, whenever I come in here, I'm looking for something, and then you guys give me suggestions on something else, and I walk out happy. But for the person that is very new to Canvas, is that your favorite customer?
8: Oh my goodness, As- yes, the newest person, especially people who have never been into the store before either getting to show them around everywhere and just getting to tell them about like weed and just like a newbie it's just so cool I,
1: I, I, I never imagined in my years that I would be able to you know be in a cannabis store broadcasting first of all I have, I have a sports background and cannabis Seriously. and sports did not mix a whole lot together but they are starting to and that's the great thing about cannabis is it is starting to open up people that maybe never thought they would be a part of it. You know, the the amount of seniors that you guys must see is so encouraging.
8: Oh my goodness, and especially with like CBD products and stuff like Mm -hmm. that too they've started to realize that they don't have to go through, you know, certain medication and stuff like that. They're able to just use CBD for their, whatever, whatever they have to, whatever yeah. whatever they have to. Yeah. So it's really yeah. good.
1: It's, it's so good and so encouraging. And uh, it seems like, you know, the reason people have a smile on their faces, because you guys have a, always have a <laughs> smile on your face. Uh, you know, what, what's the, the spirit leaf, Experienced life, like ex- particularly spiritually, Fargo.
8: Honestly, it's it's fantastic. We're pretty much like a family here. It's there's nothing that can like go wrong. I absolutely love love working with these people. I've been here for like almost a year now and I have never felt so comfortable, never. And they've just brought up my confidence like crazy, so Mm -hmm.
1: it's really good. Is is this kind of surreal to be working, uh, you know, I know it's been a couple of years, but sometimes I still pinch myself that we have legal cannabis in this country. (gasps) Isn't it crazy? Yeah.
8: It's just it's it's such a good thing. Like I I love it and we don't have to run around scared anymore. It's right. like we can go smoke in the park, like at the ledge and just be totally on your patio, fine. You know? like at yeah. home yeah. like and just not worry about anything. No
1: neighbor banging on the door yeah, or anything yeah. like that. All right, final one. There's a lot of new things out there. Okay. Um, is there one thing that you're kind of excited about? Uh, you know, we went from flour and capsules to edible and drinks to all the great extracts that we have now. There's yes. so many great choices. Yes. Is there one that you're really digging right now? Um, like not a particular brand, but just a, a type?
8: Honestly, I'm just really into flour. Mm. I've always been into flour and that's just my favorite thing. A good old bond, That's that's my home.
1: All right, Madison, yep. this has been a lot of fun. I think <laughs> this day is going to be a lot of fun. Enjoy it.
8: Thank you so much for having me.
1: Peace and love. Peace and love. We are here at Spirit Leaf Argyle for the Spirit Leaf bus tour, Peace, Love, and Harmony. And I have with me from Top Leaf, Darren For Darren, thanks so much for uh, coming on
6: with me today, being here today. This is such a cool concept, isn't it? it is yeah well first of all dean thanks for having me on here it's uh yeah awesome event to be a part of you know supporting the spirit leaf brand across all their stores following them along with uh, the like you said the peace love and harmony so it's awesome to be here to help out
1: so have you been kind of on the bus tour and and we should explain to people there isn't a bus parked outside there have been some people asking it it's a virtual bus tour that's going to the different locations have you been kind of following along the tour with them
6: yeah, it's been doing the best I can, uh, you know, obviously with other obligations and stuff. But yeah, it's awesome to be able to support at, at as many locations as I can throughout, mm-hmm. the, especially the long weekend here that just passed and then now leading into some nice weather. Yeah, it's a it's a cool concept. And um,
1: as I said in, a, in an earlier interview with Madison, it seems like everybody that walks in here, even though they have masks on, you can tell there's a smile on their face. And, and y- you know, you probably visit a lot of these shops, maybe not as many pop ups as before COVID. But that's probably something that you see quite a bit when people walk into a cannabis store is a big smile on their face
6: absolutely you know they're always in a place where where they want to be which is always exciting it makes our jobs a lot easier a lot more fun and engaging so yeah having the opportunity to be able to speak about our brand um you know from top leaf to sundial to palmetto to grasslands is just exciting you know everyone's wanting to learn more and you know given you know the circumstances with with marketing and regulations you know we got to do what we can to help educate the consumer so these events are, are awesome and it's great to see Spirit Leaf take take an initiative across all their stores across all of the country
1: yeah that's the cool thing is being able to uh, you know whether somebody comes in and they're familiar with their brand and they know what they want and you can kind of get into the inner workings or somebody that's brand new has maybe never heard of top leaf and you can you know educate them and whether they make a sale that day or come back another time uh, you know it's just nice to know that you can get your message out there face to
6: face no, absolutely Dean, yeah, you nailed it there. It's, uh, it's the one opportunity we have to really, you know, engage with the consumers and also the retail, you know, store and, and, and the employees here all at the same time. So it's always a fun, fun environment to be able to talk, especially, you know, with Top Leaf and the, the cool story it brings around it. Same with Sundial and, you know, being able to explain we're, you know, we are locally produced and grown in, in Olds Alberta. So just having the opportunity to talk about those key points is, is yeah, very valuable. Yeah, uh, Olds has become, uh, uh,
1: it went from uh, oil and gas uh, to oil and grass uh, with the the, the cannabis explosion. So let's talk about, people love the free stuff too, right? You know, Mm -hmm. you're coming out and that's how you guys are able to uh, get the word out. So when people come down here to Spirit Leaf
6: today, what can they see from you? Uh, Right now we got a bunch of t-shirts from all of our brands, Uh, we got some hats got some socks yeah. I love those socks yeah the socks are socks are cool awesome I'm glad yeah glad you like them they are very high quality they did a good stuff on that so yeah just some just some stuff to you know to wear around people feel comfortable in, you know get to try hopefully one of their favorite products whether it's from our brand or another brand that's just what we're here to do is just to talk about talk about the different products and you know to spread the knowledge of not just our brand but all the other brands within the industry so mm. It's uh, it's exciting.
1: Do you find that you know you, you know you're a competitor with Amber or or Manny who whoever might have been here, but everybody is kind of pulling together a little bit in the industry as a whole to make sure that we get the industry to a certain standard. You know, you know we're not out here pumping the tires of the competition, but we're not cutting them down either. And I think that's something that is maybe a little bit different about the cannabis industry than some others.
6: Yeah, well, I mean, it kind of. The industry kind of goes off with what this Spirit Leaf bus is bringing, you know, we're all kind of, we're all, all together, all working at the, you know, the common goal is that, and that's of growing this industry and bringing it to consumers. So yeah, well, there is obviously competition amongst LPs, you know, individually in the store, you don't see that you, you know, you definitely feel, uh, you know, supported from your other reps, you know, looking to help fill gaps, whether it's, you know, we don't have a product or they don't have a product, you know, we're all trying to help each other because at the end of the day, it's, about selling selling the product in store all right let's talk about that product and uh, mm-hmm. you know sundial has made a name as you
1: mentioned uh, top leaf coming out of that I had uh, I think I was telling you this at uh, when we were at Numo cannabis on the in the opening I had uh, strawberry shortcake made from strawberry cream oh yes uh, you did, yeah. the nomad chef Travis Peterson put that together at one of his uh, um, pop-up restaurants. It mm-hmm. was so good and I, I've been a big fan ever since. But uh, what are some of the names that people
6: should be watching for from Top Leaf? From Top Leaf right now going forward we're gonna have three you know primary staples it looks like in the Alberta market. Uh, we're gonna have a pink kush mm. uh, your Bubba which is a death bubba uh, lineage and then we're also gonna have a blue dream so pretty high THC percentages on all those across the board. You know if you're if you do really like your gassy smell stuff you got your Bubba. The pink's been a really nice strain as well. And there's the, you know, your blue dream for your sativa lovers. So, um, yeah, I think from from Top Leaf as well, we do have a good focus on the inhalables as far as the vape products. Mm-hmm. So you will see us, you know, with the strawberry cream, the Jager OG, Florida lemons. Uh, and I know I'm missing one right now, but uh, we do have the uh, the four vape cartridges from them as well. The Four Star Adrenal, that's the one I was right, missing there. Yeah. And then also, sorry, GSC just came out. So there's five of them. But Excellent. yeah, with, uh, with Top Leaf, yeah, we've definitely really tried to focus on bringing the premium brand from the uh, the previous market. There's a cool cool story around the whole Top Leaf guy, so I definitely you know encourage people to take a look at the topleaf.ca website for any knowledge or any questions they might have. Um, it's a really um, descriptive uh, website with a lot of information on lineages, terpenes, so definitely check that out at topleaf.ca. Yeah,
1: I, I think that's one of the things that people should do when... When you when you buy your cannabis, first of all, I think you should take it home. I think you should look at it. I think you should smell it. I think you should explore it as much as you can because it's not just green. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and then find out, you know, you know, what is it about this cannabis that you like? Maybe it's part of the lineage. Mm-hmm. And, and I love that you guys are making a blue dream. A lot of people make blue dream, but it's not always the same. Yep. And uh, a really good blue dream like it's it's my favorite strain. It, it's just my kind of go to when I need something. But not everybody
6: makes it great, so I'm glad to see that you guys are making a great Blue Dream. Awesome. Well, thank you for that. Yeah, no, definitely get that along to the growers and everyone at the facility. there, and uh, no, I'm sure they're very uh, really appreciate your kind words there. So excellent. Well, Darren, this has been a lot of fun. I look forward to uh,
1: you educating the people. I'll let you get back because a lot of people are coming in, but. Uh, Topleaf.ca
6: is the website. Topleaf.ca and also sundialcannabis.com for, for the parent company there. So. All right, Darren Hupfer from Topleaf. Thanks very much. Awesome. Thanks a lot, team.
1: Peace and love. Peace and love. We are riding the Spirit Leaf bus today. It is Peace, Love, and Harmony at Spirit Leaf Argyle here in Edmonton, and I'm with. Amber Golemko from Afria. Amber, thanks so much for being here with me today.
2: Yeah, thanks for having me. This is exciting. My <laughs> first ever podcast, so wow, wow. I appreciate
1: it. Well, that's good. I'm glad uh, that we could do this today. I'm glad that you could be down here. First of all, let's talk about the kind of the buzz around this Spirit Leaf bus tour, particularly here. But uh, sounds like uh, it's generating a lot of momentum, and in this time that we're in, um, you know, it's it's starting to get back to those these. Uh, social aspects of cannabis that we've all enjoyed.
2: For sure and I appreciate that they uh, are doing it in a way that is safe and they're encouraging everybody um, to come down but uh, also following all the rules and making sure that everybody's safe as they come in and uh, lots of great LPs here representing uh, their brands and uh, a lot of free stuff for Mm -hmm. the customers as well.
1: Yeah I I love that uh, when people walk in and their eyes light up and they see the, the swag that's out there and you know, you do a lot of these things, maybe not as many as you used to, it's starting to pick up, but is that the cool part, is in this industry where it's impossible to advertise, this is how you get your word out, this is how you educate, this is how you meet your customers?
2: Absolutely. And when you consider the short period of time that we've had to build brands, it's so important to be able to get those brands out there and be able to build them and get people on board. and and to remember what we talked about, mm-hmm. because uh, I think we were chatting briefly earlier about how once you, you leave, you can you can forget very easily what you talk to somebody about. So if you've got a little pin, backpack, water bottle with the brand on it, it's a great way to remember and uh, it keeps it in their mind all the time.
1: Yeah, no doubt. Uh, when, when you're talking with people that come out, um, is it the, the person that maybe doesn't know as much about your company that you'd just love to be able to chat with? You know, it's it's great when the fans come up and, and, and they know everything, but to be able to tell somebody for the first time about Afria, that, that's gotta be an exciting challenge.
2: Absolutely. There's just a lot more to say when you speak with somebody who's never tried our products, right? You can tell them everything about it uh, that they that they don't already know. Um, so definitely those people are the most exciting. But on the other hand, talking to somebody about their favorite strains and their favorite uh, ways to use the strains is also is super enjoyable and uh, relatable, right?
1: Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, I, I love chatting with somebody who is, um, you know, very experienced with cannabis that I can actually learn from, but I love sharing the knowledge that I've been able to gather and, and by no, I know a 10th of what a lot of people know. I don't think anybody will ever know everything about cannabis, but being able to share that knowledge with the new consumer, um, you know, it's it's exciting because that's one more person that could say, yeah, cannabis is right for me. It's not for everybody, but it's one more person that might say, yeah, it's right for me.
2: Absolutely. And there's just so many ways now to consume cannabis. I think smoking is never for everybody. Mm-hmm. Uh, so when you can chew an edible, when you can drink a beverage, when you can... Uh, take some oil or some capsules or whatnot Um, you know that's that's what you really it gives everybody the opportunity to experience cannabis in a way that is suitable to their lifestyle
1: I love that you you mentioned that about the choices that are out there you know I, I grew up with cannabis only knowing flour I didn't know what a terpene was before I started this and then you start to find out all these great things about flour and then You move on if you if you want to get into dabbing or there just seems to be as I said it's not for everybody but there seems to be something for everybody who wants to use cannabis there seems to be uh, a type of cannabis whether it's flour drink edible extracts there's just so many more options for people do you have a do you have a favorite one well
2: ultimately I'm pretty old-school like yourself so I definitely love flower i do love these pre-rolls though aren't they so convenient
1: let's talk a little bit about uh and you know some of the brands and and some of um maybe the, the things that people might recognize or might know um, uh, that maybe they don't know they're associated with aphria but they recognize the brand so so tell us a little bit about some of the brands that you're out here promoting
2: sure so today i'm representing riff which is one of our brands uh focuses on a high thc uh, flour and pretty much we've got it in all forms so we've got capsules we've got flour we've got oils um, And coming down the line, we'll have some beverages as well Mm. uh, in the next few months. And um, it's really our high THC. It's for us old schoolers, I would almost say, that really like the granddaddy perps, uh, the head stash, those kind of strains. So those specifically would be our subway scientist uh, as well as our uh, Hawaii heartbreak. Um, We've also got Soleil under our umbrella. Soleil is um, probably more focused on a novice user. Mm -hmm. Um, We really look for a lifestyle or an experience that you're looking for, whether you're looking to gather with friends, which is one of our strange, uh, and that's going to be your sort of sativa that you might enjoy at a party, or your unplug, which is obviously our indica Mm -hmm. that you would enjoy in the evening uh when you're sort of trying to relax Mm -hmm. um same thing those are all available in pretty much all of those vapes oils flour pre-rolls uh and then we've got broken coast broken coast is our premium brand bc bud say no more uh great terpene profiles on all of those uh strains and it's for sure, my favorite. I can see you nodding your head, so I'm guessing yeah. it's one of yours as well. Uh, and you know, I just the f- the flavors that you're gonna get, um, they're just fantastic, and the experience as well.
1: I am uh, I'm a sucker for Caryophylline and uh, Ruxton, and 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 I'm a big fan. and I love Galliano, but. Uh, um, I was actually uh, Jessica and Nicole who, who recommended to me because they had listened to my show and knew that I was a big cariophyllene fan or caryophylline. I don't know how. I don't know if we're saying the correct terpenes <laughs> or not. But tomato, uh, tomato. Yeah, it's yeah. it's. I love I love that that spicy that peppery taste that comes with it, and uh, Roxton was perfect for that.
2: Absolutely, that's one of our best sellers for sure. Yeah, yeah.
1: and and you know what, I think that's great, like the the, the the brands that you have for the more novice, the more beginner, that's important for people. The last thing we want, you know, we, we, we all have had a, probably a bad experience with uh, alcohol or cannabis or something, and sometimes people don't come back with that. So you know, for a a new person, they shouldn't be starting with a 22% THC. They should be starting with something low and slow to get used to it. And I love that you guys have, you know, for the really experienced and for the novice, you cover all the bases.
2: Absolutely. And on that note, I'll just mention our last brand, our Good Supply. Yes. And that's our value brand. And we're in a time right now where people are looking for value. Uh, And so it's good bud at a great price. And that's just what it is. But that being said, we don't forfeit any quality at all. It's still high quality um, bud, but strain specific. But it's it's in that price range where it's affordable for everyone.
1: Excellent. Amber, this has been a lot of fun. I'll let you get back to business because there's a lot of people in there that you need to tell the good stuff about Riff. Thanks so much for joining me.
2: Awesome. Appreciate it. Thanks, Dean.
1: You bet. Peace and love. Peace and love. And I have Emily Shelley with me of Spirit Leaf Argyle. The, the concept of the Spirit Leave virtual bus tour. There's not an actual bus. There have been people that were wondering where the there's bus so is. There's so many people that are disappointed because there's no bus. There's no bus, but yeah. the idea of this is so cool. We're going through unprecedented uh, times right now. You know, cannabis is a social
5: activity, plant activity yeah.
1: uh, in nature, and you know this allows us to still interact and, and bring everybody out for a special day. How's it been for you?
5: Uh, it's been fantastic. My day is just starting. I'm going to be here until I close, until 10 p.m. Uh, I got to see a bunch of the reps come in before I left today and there's still one more rep just setting up right now. It'll be fantastic all night.
1: It's a great concept um, because we've all been kind of cooped up and this isn't a chance that, you know, whatever your favorite Spirit Leaf store is, the bus will be stopping there yes, at, at some Yes, and every point. store
5: gets their chance. Yeah. Yes.
1: When you when you heard about it, did you think, like, this is exactly what kind of the the cannabis world needs right now, a bit of a pick me up
5: Uh, I'm definitely not, I can't argue that at all, what I really loved is that Spirit Leaf is finding a way to really reach out to
1: all of their loyal customers and that kind of blew me away it's how well they're doing that. Mm -hmm. Let's talk about customers for a second. I, I, I mentioned it to everybody I've interviewed, even though people are wearing masks you can still see the smile on their face When people walk into a cannabis store, 99% of the time, they're smiling. 100%. 100%. There's very few
5: people that come into the store coming in looking for cannabis angrily because if you want cannabis, you're like, hey, man,
1: can I have some, please? Yeah. What is... Do you have have a favorite type of customer? I, I know people... You know, it's great to talk shop with somebody that really knows what they're talking about. And of course. It, It's awesome. But don't you get really excited for that the kind newbies? of brand new customer? A hundred, what, I'm uh, not going No, gonna no lie, matter yeah. what age they are.
5: Those are one of my favorite people to talk to. The ones that come in usually with like a group. And, and normally it'll be like their grandparents or their parents or something. And they'll be like, we just were interested, but we're not really quite sure as to what to do with it. Mm-hmm. And I love going into the details of there's different terpenes, cannabinoids, the THC and the CBD. And all of it makes for an entirely different plant.
9: So
1: I, I love when people talk terpenes. I mean, you know, right now, THC is all the rage, and, yeah. and, I, and I know you, you have people coming in asking for the highest yeah, THC. Yeah, what's your highest bud, man? Can't you, like, I can't wait till people regularly, and it's going to take a while, but yeah. start coming in and talking about something other than THC. And I, I use this example all the time, very rarely would you go to a wine store, and buy a bottle of wine based on the alcohol percentage yeah,
5: i'm i'm 100 on board with that um thc and the fact that that's a big contribution to people deciding their cannabis plant is a little frustrating because i love a strain say um personally cheeses are my favorite strains mm. so uk cheese is one we currently have and whether it's at 16 or 20 i still love it i love the taste i love the feel i love how it burns so like again that's not a big part of it it's the strain and everything that comes with it that i find is the determining factor
1: we always chat on uh, when we do our what's that strain on our podcast is that there are so many strains out there that you know might be labeled at like 14 and a half 16 but punch way yep. above their weight and yep. you know an experiment i want to do sometime is somebody comes in and asks for high thc and you're like okay this is on the Cannabis 1 on 1 podcast. Try this. It's only 16%, but try them both. Exactly. Almost like the 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 remember the Pepsi Coke uh, yes, Coke the taste, taste test. test. I'm sure it. a lot of those people if they tried some of these mid-teen THC levels are going to be blown away a lot more than 100%. some of the 23, 24, 28%. Yeah.
5: Yeah, and I've I actually have a regular who's been coming here every Wednesday, Thursday, sorry, every Thursday since like we opened. And he traditionally won't have anything that's lower than 20 but i gave him a 20 28 recently it was the um, eight ball kush yep um and he was like it was just too much and i'm like it's because it's not all based on that mm-hmm. and since then he's dove into like trying i think the lowest i've gotten is like an 18 percent but it's, c- it's before exactly and that's what it's about is figuring out what works for you it's not all about the numbers
1: yeah and you know I've been I've got a volcano recently and the the fact that you can dial in the terpenes if you want or you can just get really high if you want to but you know for the people that use cannabis medicinally they can get the most out of it at the precise temperature and I think that's the greatest thing is almost every day it seems something new is on the market or yep. a new to the consumer or you know and for some people everything is new but it just seems like it's there's it's always something opening else up. Yep. yeah
5: yeah now there, it's not only cbd and thc there's some cbg yep. plants out there as well there's topicals there's ingestions it's fantastic i recently myself got the tingle drops mm. where two drops equals one ml yeah and i did a few of those over camping last weekend and it was fantastic
1: yeah and it's uh, like
5: that's something i wouldn't think of before
1: i made the mistake of uh, having the yawn while i was trying to watch baseball one that was night. what i had yes yeah. i had the yawn ones and it worked uh, pretty fast i, I found it, it it the onset was quick yeah. and uh, it did make Calm. me really really relaxed almost i i actually had to go grab a sativa because i wanted to stay up and watch a second <laughs> baseball game and i was worried that i kind of we'll wasn't, wasn't going to be able to do that but yeah it, it, it's so great uh, you know customers that come in uh, the education part is so important yep. in in teaching people you know what cannabis is you know what you know if, if you're a beginner then this is what you have to exactly and that's where you guys come in as the butt tenders i mean i come in here a lot of times with something in mind and almost all the time nicole will recommend something else that without I, fail. you know and, and and i appreciate it because you know there's so much out there right and and yep. you guys are the the so, sort of the um the yeah, yeah. With, with customers, you, it's, you guys it's uh, have fantastic. the responsibility that, that you get to educate these people yeah. that come in.
5: And to that degree, the amount of people that have come back in, being like, "Holy man, whatever you suggested last time is awesome." The one caveat that again is probably a cannabis consumer thing is they never remember what they bought they right. just remember that they
1: loved it yeah that's right exactly write it they have to write it down before you uh, use actually it. I, suggest, I
5: suggest to a lot of people just take a picture of either the receipt or the container because mm-hmm. then they can be like this was it yeah yeah exactly but uh, yeah the amount of people that come back in loving it and just it's like this is why i do it because yeah. i love that this helped you in whatever sense you wanted it to yeah
1: i'm like that with cigars unfortunately i go into my cigar guy all the time and they're like i can't remember what i got last time but it was really good he's like oh my god
5: exactly right
1: uh what made you want to get into this cannabis yeah cannabis and specifically here at spiritly
5: um meeting jess was a big part of it i've been speaking to jess since october of 2018 and she didn't open until like may 2019 so i've been talking to her for a while and she just seemed like a really really um like she was putting all of herself into this. Genuine. Yeah, a hundred percent. Yes. And after I've I've worked in previous locations. I worked with Nova for a short period of time. Mm-hmm. Um I just wanted to give that
1: kind of smaller vibe a go. Mm-hmm. And I've
5: been here ever since. It's fantastic.
1: Yeah. It's uh it, it's it's a, a fun shop to be a part of. Uh and this day has been uh, a lot of fun. Thank you so much for joining me. Of Best course. of luck with the rest of the day. I'm sure you guys are gonna be busy all night with the spiritual bus tour. I'm stoked.
0: Is the Cannabis 101 podcast your guide through the legalization and consumption of cannabis in Canada and beyond?
1: Make sure you check out One Hitters uh, later in the week, uh, featuring Emily Shelley of Spirit Leaf as we get to know her cannabis history and you can find it and full episodes at www.cannabis101podcast.ca where you can subscribe to The Weed Weekly and qualify for our monthly giveaway.
0: What's happening? We'll tell you right now on This Week in Cannabis News.
1: My good friend david wiley from the oz joining me as usual on this week in cannabis news check them out at slash oz on twitter at Z and at wiley writer david uh the sun has been baking us uh pun intended uh for the <coughs> last few weeks well i'd say the last week and a half it is gorgeous, and and this is just what I'm assuming every day is like where you live because it's been like 25 to in the 30s here in the Edmonton area.
7: I wish I, I could say it were an everyday thing. That sounds like paradise. <laughs> yeah. You know, we get we get rain just like everyone else, and it it makes the fruit trees grow, so that's good. Um, awesome to see pictures, by the way, of you out and about uh live on the scene over at Spirit Leaf right
1: on yeah that Great was a, that it had. was a, it was a lot of fun and uh, you know i know uh, you know a little bit about spirit leaf because the, if i'm not correct they were the first store in in your area so you know they were. what that kind of environment is it's just such a casual chill like uh, like i could envision if we were allowed to hanging out and smoking a joint in a spirit leaf, because it's got a very chill vibe. Unfortunately, you're not allowed to, but it was still fun to hang out anyway. Oh, maybe one day, that's the dream. Yes, we can dream. All right, David, let's get to our first story. And um, you guys published this uh, last week on your website about the uh, homeless youth in Vancouver uh, and the cannabis impact uh, because of a new study. And you know, this just goes to show you that, um, you know, people whether they are uh, you know high on life and, and living the the high life or they're down on their luck they all use cannabis and you know some people might be surprised by this but they shouldn't be
7: this was an amazing study and in part because researchers went to the streets of Vancouver and they talked to youth uh, who were there one-on-one and a lot of the reports, that was published in Plus One Journal, uh, done by a group of researchers in Vancouver. Um, A big part of that report is quoting these young people who live on the street. And uh, one of the things that came out, of of course, was that uh, almost 100% of them use cannabis uh, in some form or fashion. And uh, so they were asked why and what their experience with it was. And what they found was that a lot of people were using it to help um, almost as a reverse gateway drug in the sense that they were using it to help them uh, come off of things like heroin. Uh, or uh, one young lady talked about her major experiences with alcoholism and how cannabis helped do that, uh, helped her basically to wean from it. Um, you know, the, the researchers found that basically when you were on uh, opioids or something that really has you hooked heroin, that it's impossible just to go from being high all the time, uh, really high all the time, you know, dependent, addicted, uh, and just going to sober life. And cannabis was helpful with that. They also found that people were on the street were using cannabis to deal with things like um, anxiety and uh, mental health um, issues like ADHD, uh, and also to deal with chronic pain. So it's uh, it's fascinating research. One of the researchers involved is uh, M.J. Molloy, who's a Canopy Growth Professor uh, of Cannabis Science at the University of British Columbia. And, you know, again, like we talk about uh, over and over, one of the great benefits of legalization here in Canada is that we have a lot more information available to us about cannabis and that research is being done uh, increasingly and more reliably.
1: Well, it's it's amazing to hear um, you know people that you know are or were down on their luck uh, using cannabis. Uh, to help out. Uh, the, the one uh, young lady that you mentioned that's quoted says uh, eventually I was able to maintain a job, I was able to move back with my dad, it's much better, smoking pot, eating food, going to bed and living a regular life and and, and a lot of the, the people in this study were, were said that used it for physical pain. I think the one was one young gentleman that talked about uh, his scoliosis and, and and how it helps and you know it's just... You know, it, mm-hmm. it it shouldn't be surprising that there there it probably is a lot of uh, physical ailments for people that are unfortunately living on the streets.
7: Yeah, Blake Blake, age twenty one, is uh, that gentleman with scoliosis. He um, was quoted saying that weed is very medicinal. Uh, it's the best medication there is, he said. Um, yeah, well, you know, people don't know actually how many people are living on the streets. It, it's hard to fathom. Uh but researchers say that there are actually between thirty five thousand and forty-five thousand young people uh that are living right now in Canada across the country, um living at, you know, in a place where they just don't have a stable home. Uh,
1: that is uh that's just sad and uh and and shocking that uh there is so much of that going on. Um okay, the the next story we're gonna talk about is um something that we fortunately have had here uh, in Alberta for a while. You know, some places call it click and collect. When you go to Nova cannabis, you can go through the leafly site, click and collect, I bought my supernova That's the name I gave my, uh, volcano vaporizer through click and collect. And, and, and that's all I do now. I, I, I don't, I used to have to drive around store to store. Now I use the online method. It is so great and it's so easy and it's coming your way.
7: In BC, thank goodness. Um, laws are starting to loosen around the sale of cannabis at private retailers. And this uh, this comes in part because of some of the lobbying that retailers here at BC have done um, with the provincial government because BC Cannabis Stores, the provincially run uh, store here, actually can sell online, has been able to since legalization. But not only that, they can go one step further still and ship it to customers via Canada Post. So that is something uh, maybe the next step that private retailers are looking for, but at the moment, so uh, what, what you can do is you can go uh, online and you can click and purchase online. At that point in time, you go to the retail store and you uh, and you can pick it up. You just have to show some ID. You know, it's really important, and this is something that the provincial government here acknowledged in their announcement of this. It's really important to make cannabis easily accessible to people. That's the way that you eat into the black market. And you know, if there's anything good that has come out of this uh, COVID-19 pandemic, it's that we're introducing new ways for people to purchase cannabis, not just here in BC, but across the country, um, and making it just easier for retailers to provide their customers with what has been deemed an essential service
1: this is just a no-brainer for me that this should happen across this should be happening everywhere first of all delivery should be the next step is that we should be able to get cannabis retail stores to deliver and i'm not talking about the provincial retailer who can ship to your house i'm talking about you phone up like a pizza and you get it delivered uh, to your house that should be the next step but at least this way like i said it saves people from driving from store to store um you know exactly what you're getting and you're in and out out fast it's safer for the bud tenders it's safer for the customer in this day and age where we want to be in and out and you know some places have mandatory masks and and others don't so you want to just get in and out and get your stuff and it, it's also great for the the staff to have you know they're, they're prepared so I, I this is just an absolute no-brainer that this should be happening everywhere
7: Hundred percent. You get people coming into the, your cannabis store, and uh, you know money is exchanging hands. Um, being able to take payment electronically is such a, a, an easy way to reduce that kind of contact.
1: Mm-hmm. Okay, um, this is something that uh, you know we have, have unfortunately been talking about a lot. So, of everybody else, um, cannabis and the stock market—two uh, things that have not. Not really gone that well together, um, you know, for the last year and a half, you might say. Now, there are some exceptions, the unicorns, as we kind of call them. Uh, but there's an article at, uh, the, I think it's called the Motley Fool, uh, fool.com, talking about three cannabis stocks to avoid like the plague in August, as the headline reads.
7: You know, the Motley Fool sure likes to make bold predictions. Yes. And uh, who doesn't want to read bold predictions? Especially when it comes to stocks in the cannabis market, um, because they have been up and down like a yo-yo, and more recently just playing down, like walking the dog on that yo-yo. Um, so Motley picked it three companies to avoid in August and the first one is Hexo. That's a Quebec-based company. I'm sure we've all heard of. Mm-hmm. You know, they've been scrambling to reduce their operating costs, bring output potential in line with demand, to use those businessy words. Um, and that includes closing and selling off a Niagara grow, uh, grow farm that they have, and idling other space in Gatineau. So when you start to to limit your production. Uh, it just simply means that you're not selling it, always a bad sign. Um, second group that Motley says is the Kronos Group. And, you know, they. so this company brought in $1.8 billion in equity investment from tobacco giant Altria Group. Um, and yet, despite that <laughs> with $2 billion to play with, they're still running into trouble. Um, all sorts of issues right now with their derivatives, their vape focused approach, uh, they faced delays off the top, cannabis 2.0, and uh, some provinces have initially banned those vape products outright. So there's one of the dangers in focusing so closely down into just one aspect. Uh, and finally, Aurora Cannabis, and Aurora has been strong, and then it's been weak, and lately it's sure been weak. Um, that uh, that company has been uh, so far showing some signs of returning to financial health. Um, but, you know, they're doing it by closing production space and halting projects and laying off lots of workers. Um, so, you know, hopefully they found their, I hate to use the term that everyone loves to throw around their right size. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, you know, uh, we can always hope that the Canadian companies that are employing uh, a lot of people and, uh, and you know, making scientific uh uh, forward movement like Aurora is that uh, they're recovering. Yep. So those are the three. I'm sure that uh, everyone's got uh, another company that they could add to that pile.
1: Yeah. I, I'm sure there's a lot of people that are yelling at whatever device they're listening to this at with uh, some few other choice uh, words and names. Uh, The the interesting thing about this is, you know, when you look at, you know, let's look at Hexo for just an instant. They had the product of the year in the, uh, I think it's called the Elixir, the spray. We, we use it for CBD. It's, it's amazing. And, and they have very, you know, some really good product. They also, I think made some nice acquisitions uh, with uh, New Strike, uh, Op Cannabis, the, the brand associated with the. Uh, the tragically hip. Uh, but, you know, specifically with Hexo and Aurora, you know, the two companies that look like they went a little bit too big too fast and are now trying to scale. So, the you know, the product, especially with Hexo, is, is there. It's just their ambition was maybe too big in the beginning.
7: Mm-hmm. We've seen a lot of that in the Canadian cannabis industry. And maybe that's one of those lessons that we can... Uh, Ship globally as other countries start to wrestle with some of these products, uh, you know, or, or with legalization. Uh, don't grow too big, too fast.
1: Yeah. Okay. Let's end with a story that um, is warning uh, I guess Canadians, uh, and, and giving Canadians pause for concern. But, um, you and I have a little bit of concern with, you know, the, the message or the, the, the way the message is being put out. But, you know, first let's talk about the concerns, um, about some unlisted or mislabeled ingredients in vape pens that has led at least one chain, uh, to seek clarification from manufacturers in Canada.
7: If you've got your vape pen in your mouth as you're listening to this, you may want to actually put it down for a moment. Uh, according to stratcan.com, Tokyo Smoke's VP of operations in Ontario has sent uh, a concerning warning to vape pen manufacturers in Canada over additive. Uh, they say that the email points to a 14-day inhalation toxicology study that's going to be published in the coming weeks at Cannabis Growth Corporation is shared with Health Canada and Canopy itself will be placing stop orders on any vape products that list uh, this cannabis terpene phytol as an ingredient and the company says it's going to be following up with any vape pen manufacturers who list uh, just quote terpenes as an ingredient to determine if uh, the terpene phytol is being used so uh, Canopy gave these companies uh, 40 hours to respond uh, or sorry, I should say Tokyo Smoke did. Um, it's all the same company. Canopy, mm-hmm. uh, actually owns Tokyo Smoke, which they bought from Hiku, that had bought Doja. Gee, as <laughs> these companies go, uh, they own all kinds of them. Um, so, but Canopy Overarching has concerns about these types of vape pens. Um, the details are slim. And yeah, you and I have uh, already talked a little bit about both of our concerns when it comes to just the lack of information.
1: Well, the the biggest concern I have is that people are going to read this and think, "Wow." this guy's been talking about terpenes all these times and and now here's a, a dangerous terpene and and I don't think that's the case there's a there's a quite a big of a difference between um you know you smoking a joint or a bowl or something and and you know smelling or tasting uh you know pepper with caryophylline or or citrus with uh, limonene or something like that and the dangers of this phytol terpene in a vape um, it, it is much different than you're regular, you know, I, I don't want people to be concerned about terpenes. When you're putting a terpene into a vape, it's it changes the, the physical properties of that terpene a little bit.
7: I have such an issue with the fact that we're getting these kinds of concerns third hand. You know, there's a news organization in Ontario gets a hold somehow of an email that comes from a retail uh, head about a study that's been done by a producer uh, in response to a letter that was received from Health Canada. Like, why is there no direct communication happening right now with customers? Um, And this all seems to be done in a hush-hush, backdoor kind of way. And one of the biggest benefits, in my opinion, of legalization uh, was the fact of being able to have strong consumer protections. And this is really not the way to go about getting this kind of information to consumers or lack thereof.
1: You know, there's enough people already that are skeptical and have concerns about the transparency of cannabis, whether it's, uh, are you getting the amount that you paid for? Is this the right THC number on this? And, you know, this doesn't help that like, this is not transparent. This is very vague. And when you're dealing with health concerns, vague is not the right way to go. Specific is the right way to go when it Mm -hmm. comes to your health. Nobody, like, nobody idea, says, the, Nobody says, like, uh, oh, you may have this, this, or this when you go to the doctor. They're like, no, this is what you have. The
7: idea that they don't have to list ingredients in any form or fashion, you know, the, right. the, the makeup of the oil uh, is also concerning because, yeah, we don't know what's in it, and uh, maybe that needs to be reexamined.
1: Yeah. I really don't know what to tell listeners what to be concerned about with this, because uh, I I think, uh, you you know, I I, I, want to say the the term misleading. I don't know if that's right, but it's just not complete. Maybe misleading isn't the right way, but I worry that people will be misled thinking vape pens and terpenes are bad. And that's what I worry about because the message here is so incomplete.
7: And this is definitely something that we should be following up on.
1: Yep, 100%. David, as usual, great to chat with you. Make sure you uh, sign up at OkanaganZ.com to get in on the weekly newsletter. Have yourself a great week. Enjoy the sunshine and the outdoor cannabis. Cannabis is always enjoyed outside in the sun. Thank you so much, man. Thank you.
0: Cannabis 101 podcast, your guide through the legalization and consumption of cannabis in Canada and beyond.
1: Don't forget the Cannabis and Hemp Expo coming up October 3rd and 4th at the Edmonton Expo Centre. Check out the details at Cannabis. HempExpo.com and watch for us like we were at Spirit Leaf this week. We'll be on location at the Cannabis 101 or at the Cannabis uh, and Hemp Expo. uh, The Cannabis 101 podcast will be there. We'll be interviewing other vendors and hopefully uh, some of you that listen to the show in the area can come by and say hello.
7: You got a joint? Uh, no, not on me, man.
0: It'd be a lot cooler if you did. Time now for cannabis characters. Dope is dope I've ever smoked. Celebrating the best from fictional 420 film.
5: Hey, I am your stoner. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and beyond.
8: And Let go with that, man. Uh, yeah. Is it heavy
0: stuff, man?
8: <laughs>
1: This week, our cannabis character is Erlich Bachman, played by T.J. Miller from Silicon Valley. And, you know, at first blush, you might not think uh, a bunch of tech guys sitting around have anything to do with cannabis. But he owns the house, or incubator, as he calls it, where a group of the guys working on the next big thing in tech. And he almost always has a bong in his hand. Um, He's rude. Very funny at times, and uh, definitely is the centerpiece for cannabis on uh, that show. I went to get coffee this morning. Yeah, I went to the dispensary, and then I had smoked the weed before I got home, so I went back to the dispensary. I'm afraid you caught me at an inopportune time. I'm long overdue to a trip to my dispensary, so I don't have much. But I have Bubba Kush, Chocolate Thunder, Barbara Bush... Barbara Streisand, Barbara Bush Jr. Yeah,
5: uh, this this is plenty.
0: No, 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 that that's actually for my astigmatism. Uh, okay. But, uh, uh, this is in case of emergency only. I'll need it if an earthquake occurs.
1: Uh, he um, is uh, one, he was the, the sharp tongue of the show, and he actually left the show, uh, some people say controversially. And while I did miss the character, I thought the show was still good. Just less weed reference, but... A funny character, nonetheless, uh, Ehrlich Bachman, played by T.J. Miller on Silicon Valley.
0: What's that strain? Let's find out with Chris Ionson, Nova Cannabis store manager and educator. <laughs>
1: Our educator on the Cannabis 101 podcast during What's That Strain? Chris Ionson of Nova Cannabis, Jasper Av, is back in studio. How are you on this gorgeous day?
9: Uh yeah, yeah, Dean, I'm doing great, man. It's uh it's beautiful out there. Thanks for having me. It has been uh
1: just unbelievable great cannabis weather. I mean, <laughs> have you ever enjoyed a joint outside more than the last few days in the last year. Like this has been some of the best weather we've had in years.
9: Yeah, absolutely. It's this, this past week I was actually on, on vacation. I, uh, I drove through them the mountains. We did a, a Jasper, a Banff and Lake Abraham, uh, up in the crown land there. That was a beautiful, a lot of outdoor joints were yeah. smoked.
1: <laughs> There's nothing better uh, than outside. And we're going to get a great look at a strain today. And as usual, pick this up using the click and collect method. Uh, You go to the Leafly site and basically pick your product and you pick it up. You use your tap and you're in and out just like that.
9: Yeah, for sure. We're limiting time in store with that. Uh, yeah, we're getting the orders ready and prepped, and, and you can shop the menu from home, so it's uh, super convenient that way.
1: Yeah, it, way better than driving from store to store, that's for sure. And yeah. and that's the way it used to be, is you'd go to this store, do you have this? No, okay. If you're looking for something specific, you can find it yeah. a lot easier. So we're going to talk about... Uh, A little bit uh, something later on that uh, you guys have new at at Nova Cannabis that you can use the click and collect method for. But right now, let's dive into Lemon Z uh, by Ogen, a sativa dominant um, strain from Bloom Cultivation, which is started in 2013 in Calgary, but really took off four years later, didn't they?
9: Yeah, that's right, Dean. Uh, in, in 2017, uh, the company picked up uh, Darren Brisebois, uh as their president, and he kind of joined the team as, as the company's third employee. Crazy. Yeah, he got in at the ground level. <laughs> uh, and uh, and he really kind of, you know, le- led the ship. Uh, and the guy's got a tremendous passion for cannabis. He's very knowledgeable and educated, so he uh, seems like a great guy to have, uh, you know, at the helm of your ship. Um, and, and this cool company, they really pride themselves on being a, a premier connoisseur cultivator, uh, and they consistently are producing, you know, unique, small batch, high quality hand-trimmed flour.
1: That is awesome. You know, I love when um, a company that has this much of a a reach prides them on uh, that small batch, high quality trimmed, um, you know, because this this is a company that could easily say, hey, we got the space to do what we want, but they're really drilled down on quality.
9: Yeah, definitely high quality. Dean, uh, they received their uh, their LP approval from Health Canada in in April of uh, two thousand eighteen, um, and their pharmaceutical uh, grade indoor facility. It it has that thirty thousand square foot canopy, wow. it, and it's pristine. It's clean, uh, very high grade looking. Uh, as a lot of these facilities, you know, look when you see the sure. videos, uh, and they and they cultivate using a hydroponic method, uh, which I think is is cool. You can get a lot of. Uh, uh, high production out of you you know out of the hydro stuff uh, each flower room is, is no larger than 1500 square feet which I think is great for that mm-hmm. small batch thing uh, you go any bigger there and you start adding more plants uh, then I feel like the plants you know m- miss out on a bit of love whereas you got a smaller room there's more care and concern for the plants mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm.
9: Um all their equipment—it's—it's uh, it's got its own environmental control system, and it's tailored to the single strain that's in that room.
1: That's—that's that's the thing that really grabbed my attention uh, when we're talking about this. Is that you know it's not—you can tell this is quality over quantity. If this was quantity, their rooms would be much bigger than fifteen hundred, and they are drilling down and specific, uh, getting specific with strains, with conditions. And that just tells you how much care they take in producing their cannabis.
9: Yeah, yeah, for sure, man. And it's, it's apparent when you, when you look at the bud, Mm -hmm. uh, their bud looks tremendous, um, and, and with their, their craft process, uh, it includes a whole plant hang dry, which I'm a big fan of. That's I did that for my two plants that I grew. Can you explain that a little bit for, uh, you know, maybe the,
1: the new grower that's thinking of giving this a try and, and what the benefits are?
9: Yeah, for sure. So, uh, you know, when you grow your cannabis plant, uh, you're going to go through your, your veg stage and your your flower stage. And when the time is right, um, you'll cut your plant. Um, now, the, the way to do the the whole plant hang dries is when you, you're going to cut it right at the base, pretty much right at the dirt mm-hmm. and, and hang it as, as a whole plant as it is and, you know, trim it, clean it up a little bit. Um, the benefit to doing that is is there's a lot of, you know, good beneficial, goopy thc that is literally CDB just going to fall through it's going right? to goop through it's in those stems too so mm. um you know having the more stem uh the better i i'd say uh the alternative would be just to cut like satellites off of right. your your main stock down the middle uh which i've seen done as well uh but just you're going to miss out on a little bit of the, the fun stuff
1: all right so let's talk about the name ogen um where does that come from
9: yeah, so the name Wojana is derived from our generation, uh, and it, it's, it's clear that this company uh, is kind of focused on that. So, you know, looking at uh, their their website and all the photos of their staff, they all seem to be, you know, young people uh, passionate about cannabis. You see a lot of, you know, sleeve tattoos and, and piercings. And, uh, uh, I, 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 love it. I think that's, uh, that's what a cannabis company should be. Mm. Uh,
1: you know, it's interesting. I was just, just, just popped in my head, uh, you know, it derived from our generation, but that doesn't mean it has to be a specific age. Maybe our generation is the cannabis generation or something like that. I'm not sure. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, but it it's specific, It certainly seems that you know the, the word passion uh, goes into anything that this company uh, is is all about.
9: Yeah, big time, big time. That's that's a big focus uh, over at Ogen. Uh, it's having passionate people work for them, uh, and whether it be you know passionate for cannabis or or just passionate about working for you know a, a new startup company in this new and exciting industry. Uh, and that's what they've they've got at at Ogen is just a bunch of people with a lot of passion for for life
1: and the hardware to prove it.
9: Yeah, that's right. Uh, definitely, uh, they were actually Ogen was listed as uh, as one of the best cannabis companies to work for uh, on the cultivation side uh, by the Canadian or the Cannabis Business Times in 2020. So that's a pretty pretty big award. Yeah. Uh, and and they definitely take care of their staff. You know, after after three months probation, there's all kind of kinds of perks. Um, they got you know 11 stat paid holidays uh, every year, uh, 15 paid vacation days, sick days, health, dental, vision care, year end bonuses, health and wellness spending accounts, and and most of their staff are on salary too.
1: Wow, uh, this definitely uh, seems like a place that somebody would want to start at uh, if they're trying to get into the business, right?
9: I, I think so. Yeah, definitely. Like it sounds
1: like it's phenomenal.
9: Yeah, yeah, for sure.
1: Yeah. Uh, we're going to get into their website in a little bit, which is really cool as well. But let's talk a little bit about the history now of Lemon Z. Uh, what's the lineage?
9: Yeah, Dean. So, so the lineage of, of Lemon Z is, uh, is two legendary strains uh, make up this energetic Sativa Dom hybrid. Uh, it's, it's Lemon Skunk uh, crossed with Skittles. And so two two of my faves I'm a, I'm a big fan of both um and lemon skunk is kind of known to be one of the one of the best strains to grow and to use in crossbreeding um it's got a lot of beneficial um characteristics to it with like antifungal uh anti powdery mildew uh the, the botrytis uh which is the, the bud mm-hmm. rot uh, you won't see that as often with the with lemon skunk uh, it's so it's a very resilient strain it can grow in most conditions. Would you?
1: Would this be a good strain for somebody to start their uh, cannabis growing career with because it is uh, so resilient?
9: Yeah. Uh, so I mean, lemon skunk. Yes. Uh, lemon Z. I, I don't think so. Okay. Uh, Skittles is definitely a, a more tricky, a trickier okay. strain to grow. But maybe lemon sure.
1: skunk is a good one.
9: Yeah, for sure. Or uh, there's other variations of lemon skunk that would be all right, but I think that the lemon Z would actually be kind of a tricky okay. one. Okay. Yeah, for sure. Because. Yeah, we'll we'll get into that here with the Skittles. Um, So yeah, uh, Lemon Skunk, though, created by DNA Genetics, Mm -hmm. uh, my cannabis heroes, uh, Don and Aaron, they are legends. uh, And it's a cross between two skunks, uh, you know, and it it was chosen, the chosen phenotype was selected for its lemon characteristics. And, uh, you know, the lemon mother uh, has been kept for over 20 years in Las Vegas. That's crazy. Yeah, it's, and it's called Las Vegas Lemon Skunk, and it's it's available to get cuttings. Uh, and uh, and then the father, the skunk father, uh, was chosen uh, in Holland. And so they, they crossed those two and uh, created this legendary strain, Lemon Skunk, uh, won all kinds of awards, uh, top 10 strains of the year in 2009 high times. Uh, first place for the Indoor Hydro Spanibus Cup in 2008 and first place in Outdoor High Life Cup 2017 second place at the IC 420 Breeders Cup in 2008 wow 20 wow.
1: years this has been going for like yeah. i don't i don't know like the the lifespan of a cannabis mother plant but that seems like that's almost. I'm. I'm gonna guess that might be Guinness World Record. I don't know how long they <laughs> last for, but that that seems like a long time, doesn't it?
9: Uh, yeah, yeah, for sure. For I a mean, mother
1: plant to yeah. still be that strong.
9: Yeah, and st- still going. I mean, that's yeah. that's great genetics, though. Oh, just oh. what it goes to show, right? That's right.
1: DNA genetics, right? That's, yeah, uh, that's totally. awesome. Okay, so what else are we looking at with uh, lemon Z?
9: Yeah, so, so the other side, the Z part, that's, uh, that's uh, this is Skittles. <laughs> it's, it's, I think it's pronounced Skittles. Uh, yeah. But it's, it's spelled, the, take the two S's out and replace them with Z's. Right. So Skittles. <laughs> Skittles. And, uh, and this is an indica dominant hybrid. Uh, it's known for its fruity and sweet flavor, but also pretty pretty heavy uh, sedative effects. Mm-hmm. Uh, the strain was created by Dine Breed Seeds in, in Mendocino, California. Uh, and this is a group uh, led by uh, Shiloh Massive. Uh, who's uh, kind of a cool cannabis uh, personality that's mm-hmm. out there, uh, and he's good buds with Cal Cushman. And these guys have created a lot of legendary strains. They're they're doing, you know, they're fighting the good fight out yeah. there. And uh, and it's also uh, the third gen family, um, which is another group of breeders, kind of uh, was involved with uh, the creation of Skittles. And uh, so it's a strain that I first heard about. Uh, I was watching a documentary on Netflix called Murder Mountain. And it's about uh, you know the uh, the growing of cannabis up in the Humboldt California mountains the illegal growing the illegal of cannabis, growing yeah. yeah that's right um, and uh, there was a there was a grower on there uh, named Jason Dookie. and uh, well he, he called himself Jason Duke I don't think Dookie was his last name because he he was a part of a, a growers group uh, called the Dukey Brothers and uh, according to Jason they, they consisted of five members they were all friends and organic growers. Uh, and they all believed in creating clean medicine and not destroying the planet. And and these are the guys that kind of perfected the strain, uh, this tricky strain to grow, uh, and and dialed it in and and kind of made it uh, the popular strain that it is. And the, that's where the Dukey Brothers won some some awards too for it too.
1: Yeah, first place at the 16 Emerald Cup and uh, first at the uh, first place Indica at the 2015 Cannabis Cup in uh, San Francisco and Michigan. So, yeah. That's pretty awesome uh, when it comes to uh, award-winning for both of those strains. Now, the website is really cool. It's www.ogencannabis.com. And this age gate that they have, you uh, know, uh, we've we've talked about a couple of cool websites before. You know, the stickers show up if you've been yeah. waiting too long uh, on some of them. This age gate some of the age gates can get annoying and it's just part of the process but some of them can get monotonous. this one i don't think will
9: yeah it's uh this is the best age gate i <laughs> i've ever used uh yeah each year has, has a notable photo from that year uh my, my birth year was the uh the past the Duchy album cover from uh musical youth uh i thought that was so cool and as you scroll through too there's All kinds of new Mine was
1: Queen 2, the album Queen 2 that came out in seventy five. So it is is awesome. Uh, So have some fun with AgeGate. Go through all the uh, different ones. There's some Babe Ruth there. There's some RCMP. Uh, There's a lot of cool things to uh, check out. They also did something. We we talked earlier about how cool this company is to work for. Uh, It's also cool if your son or daughter works uh, for them as well because they did something pretty cool on Mother's Day.
9: Yeah, Dean, for sure. In, in uh, 2019, on Mother's Day, they did a Bring Your Mom to Work Day, uh, and they took some videos, did some interviews with the staff and their moms, and uh, it, was, it was pretty awesome to see. Um, they show their moms you know, all, all the plants. They give them a tour of the facility, uh, and then they they interviewed them, and there was a lot of funny questions. You know, Talk about the first time you got high. Mm-hmm. Um, do you know the difference between a joint, a vape, and a bong? A, a lot of them were like, well, I don't know what a bong is no, I've, heard, yeah. I've heard you know um and uh you know talk about how you how you feel about your child working in the cannabis it was a lot of cool questions and a lot of real honest answers from the moms and it was a, a great video that was uh, cool to watch
1: uh, i like that uh it definitely is uh worth uh checking it out okay 20.2 percent we'll get into who that is good for in a second but when we talk about what's in a name this one is pretty self-explanatory isn't it
9: yeah dean it is it's it's a lineage name so it's the lemon uh, lemon z it's the lemon skunk and it's this the z is the skittles uh it's probably too a little shout out to the flavor mm-hmm. uh, of, of the product as well it's got that citrus flavor and aroma
1: all right uh we've chatted in the past about uh, packaging in the cannabis industry Uh, it is one of the only ways you can stand out Uh, you can advertise so this is a way to grab attention and the packaging for this does doesn't it
9: yeah it does it really stands out um yeah it's a small little kind of uh, rectangular tub that you know is a squeeze uh squeeze cap it's Mm -hmm. got no lip inside and Uh, it's dark red yeah it's dark red that color really stands out in our deli cases yeah
1: that's what i mean when you're going by you know no offense it's like White tub, white tub, white tub, red. What is that? You're instantly attract, your eyes are instantly attracted to it. Uh, so it is one way to stand out and um, yeah, you just squeeze and it, and it pops up. So uh, I dig the packaging on this. Uh, I, I like companies that are going out of their way to have different kind of packaging. Cause I, I really do think it helps uh, differentiate from, uh, from other people. So no lip is also really important. Tell us why no lip is important in the inside.
9: Yeah. So inside your container, there's a lot lot of the LPs have have that lip uh, where I just find like when, you know, a lot of crystals, trichomes, pistols, a lot of the, you know, the good stuff that I want to put inside my joints and bowls. You can't uh, get to. Yeah. They'll fall off and kind of stick in in, inside the container a little bit. Uh, And it's just a lot easier to kind of handle and manage and try and pull out with a little brush if you got it. Mm -hmm. Uh, But with the lip, it just turns into kind of a bummer. Not a bummer.
1: Because there's no lip, so that's yeah. great. And also, when you get a look at this cannabis, yeah. it is, uh, I think the term you used was juicy.
9: Yeah, yeah it's juicy, it's fresh. Uh, I got super excited when I cracked it. Uh, had, uh, you know, two real nice tones of green, kind of light green and dark green, um, it's covered in in very defined burnt orange pistols, mm-hmm. uh, and they're long and curly. Yeah. Um, hairy they look. Very hairy, yeah. It looks great. Uh, and, uh, you know, real great shape to those pistols. Uh, and, the, and the buds are, are you know, dusted in, in shiny trichomes, so, you know, when you put it up to a light, uh, there's some good shine. Mm-hmm. Um, and even, you know, breaking the bud in half, um, the crystals go all the way down to the core of the bud. Oh, good. It's, it's super nice to see.
1: Yeah. Sometimes it's a little bit superficial with that, uh, trichome (laughs) coverage, right? Sometimes you, you get inside and you're like, Hey, where where did they go? But not, uh, not this one. Um, it's really, uh, it looks hairy and, and I don't know, but it also, uh, has a cool smell to it.
9: Yeah, it does. Uh, yeah, it's got that kind of earthy and, and spicy uh, smell. I, I kind of thought it initially like it had this kind of mossy smell mm-hmm. to it. Uh, I I didn't get as much of a lemon you know kick to the face uh, like like their website kind of said I, I should get. Uh, or you would expect with you're expecting yeah. lemon. Uh, but uh, I I did notice uh, there's they they call out a brown sugar and a chocolate smell uh, that I didn't notice until. I read I read that on the website. I had another smell afterwards, and then like they're you know they're bang on. Like I do smell brown sugar and I do smell chocolate. Uh, so I thought that was funny to you know I didn't get it blind, but with a little suggestion, I was like oh yeah there it is. Okay, that's interesting. Yeah, uh, but it, yeah it smells nice. Uh, you know for sure uh, it looks nice, smells nice, yeah.
1: Yeah, it feels nice. It's just uh, it's always so encouraging and and you know you're you're so happy when you get it home and it and it it's everything you wanted it to be. You know, when you don't need a grinder to crush the weed up, that's when you know you're having an issue. This is perfect. Uh, the terpene profile is just it's like I won the terpene lottery here. The <laughs> two top terpenes are my two favorites.
9: Yeah, for sure Dean. Yeah, this one's got some good ones. Uh the dominant terpene uh, in lemon z is uh, the caryophylline, and that's going to be that black pepper and kind of spice uh flavor and aroma. Uh, next up, we got linalool, your your new fave there, mm. and that's the the floral and lavender kind of smell uh, and taste to it. Uh, can also provide kind of a little bit of fruitiness too. Uh, and then we got some limonene in there, uh, and that's that citrus kind of fruitiness uh, as well. Uh, And then uh, taking up the rear, there's uh, Humulene, and that provides kind of a hoppy flavor.
1: Now, everybody does react differently with cannabis, but in general, Limonene is kind of known as a little bit more of an uplifting terpene. Would it not be?
9: Yeah, definitely. Um, I mean, a lot of uh, strains that are, you know, Limonene is the dominant. They are going to be a bit more of a buzzier, sativa dom. Uh, but that's not to say that, you know, you're not going to see a nice heavy indica with Mm -hmm. limonene as well. Just like some sativas
1: do have a mercy.
9: Yeah, that's right, Dean. For sure. Uh, and yeah, everyone does react differently to cannabis too. I mean, that's important to mention. Mm -hmm. Uh, I've definitely been in scenarios where I've, uh, I've, you know, brought some pink kush. That's like my snoozer strain and I've brought it out to, you know, at the evening, you know, we're out at the lake and I'm like, oh, you guys want to, you know, have a good sleep. Let's, let's hit this. And then Get an couple my, yeah, my, a couple of my yeah, my couple of friends are like I want to clean the house and <laughs> just doesn't uh, it makes sense? But it's it's because everyone reacts differently. We all have a different biology, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, we all you know the cannabis hits us different for sure.
1: Having said that, what are some of the general desired effects people can expect, and and some of the things that you've experienced?
9: Yeah, for sure. So it, uh, definitely a very uplifting strain. Um, a nice cerebral head buzz, definitely. Uh, I thought that it was uh, perfect to watch uh, Game 2 of the Oilers' Blackhawks series. Uh,
1: so it's good for hat-tricks.
9: Yeah, it is good for hat-tricks. That's right. Um, definitely uh, kind of an like an active strain. I think it would be a, a nice social strain too. I haven't really had the chance to really explore the socialness to it, but I, I do feel after smoking it that I think it would be great to bring out a, a sesh I used to have with my homies. Um, and... Uh, I, the final thought on uh, Ojin's on website, I, I kind of want to share with you guys uh, their take on what Lemon Z is. Uh, they say that it, it feels like you're riding an egg yolk, yellow hot air balloon through a clear, crisp morning sky while singing an acapella rendition of No Diggity. In other words, happy and uplifting. <laughs> so, yeah, definitely. Uh, it's, uh, it's a good mood strain for sure. Okay,
1: so I've got the uh, Supernova uh, volcano that I you um, used Click and Collect to grab at uh, your location. One, still one of the happier days of uh, my uh, <laughs> my cannabis life, picking that uh, baby yeah, up. Yeah, they're, they're great. It is, and, and its it, it they're, they're really good for dialing in on terpenes. Like that's, if you're into terpenes, you can dial in and get some really good taste. And, and I love that. And we're gonna get to the taste test in a second, but let's get to the three W's. Who, what, and when is this good for?
9: Yeah, so for the WHO, I think it's like intermediate smokers, like a 2.5 if, you're, if three is the cap there and you're three is the expert. Uh, just because it's a high THC sativa, um, you know, it's going to hit you right in the head. Uh, and I think that you know inexperienced consumers to cannabis, you know, might get a little bit of paranoia or some anxiety. Could be some idea. adverse
1: effects, and you you might not want to come back. So
9: yeah, uh, but I mean, if if you are comfortable, you know, in the two point five to you know level three, uh, I think it's great for people looking for a mood boost, uh, looking to get a little a little jolt. Uh, you know, maybe do do something active.
1: All right, what is this good for?
9: So for the, what I had uh, you know, social get togethers. Uh, I think trail adventures, uh, is a good one. Uh, hiking the mountains yeah. or hit, hitting a trail. I think this would be real nice for that.
1: You know, because you're, you're never supposed to hike alone yeah and you're always supposed to make noise. <laughs> so you, you bring a friend, you have a great conversation you got go. by any bears or wolves <laughs> or coyotes? you got this stuff to ward about. but in, in all seriousness, this is a strain that's gonna create and and stimulate conversation,
9: yeah, big time. Uh, yeah, I for sure it's uh, I think it's also a good strain for being outdoors uh, catching some sun uh, connecting yourself to the world around you. love it yeah.
1: When is it good for? Uh,
9: So when it's it's a daytime strain, Uh, you know, I think it, uh, wake and bake. It's great for, uh, you know, right after work, uh, you know, kind of the, the late afternoon, uh, early evening. Uh, I'm going to say it's probably not ideal for, for the right before bed. uh, As this strain can be pretty thought provoking and, you know, you might need to wake up early in the morning, find yourself, you know, not being able to sleep for a couple hours because your mind's racing with all these thoughts.
1: All righty. So, uh, you want to get this a little bit earlier in the day. Yeah. And what about taste test? When you're consuming this, what's the first taste that comes in your mind?
9: Uh, for me, it, it's like sweet and spicy. Uh, there's a, definitely a spicy presence yeah, there.
1: Sp- I get pepper right
9: away. Yeah, for sure. Um, it's uh, kind of like a spicy lemon, too. There, you know, I, I got some some hints of like a citrus in there that... Uh, and I also found it to be a, a very smooth smoke. Um, I, w- I was consuming it in, in some rolled joints mm. and uh, and I found that they were pretty smooth all the way through and that was super nice.
1: All right. I'm loving it so far. Um, it is absolutely beautiful. Uh, just over 20% THC, a lemon Z from Ogen Cannabis. Uh, quickly, before we wrap up, click and collect is something that we try to Preach on this segment because we want to keep you guys safe. We want to keep the consumers safe right now. And we want it to be easy for everybody. I got the volcano using it. So you can't, it's not just a, you know, product, you can get accessories and things yeah, like that. Totally. Uh, one of the products you do have right now though, is from our good friends at Good Buds.
9: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, we, we've got some, uh, it's a real cool concentrate. Uh, it's, a. Uh, It's a mango taffy. That's the strain they use, but uh, they they pressed it. They squished it into a, into a flower rosin. And, uh, it, uh, it's tremendous. It it is worth talking about. Uh, it's super potent. Uh, it's a real sappy, sticky concentrate, you know, that you're going to put into your dab rig. Um, and it's, it's squished from small batch indoor nugs. Um, I saw this done live, uh, by, by Tyler Rumi, the CEO of Good Buds, who we were in a video call and, uh, they cut to him on the floor at Good Buds and, and got to see this happen live and, and it, the color of it and it just seen it squish out there, uh, looked delicious. And uh, had some real rave reviews with it uh, from customers. A lot of the Nova managers have taken it home and it's you know super tasty and super smooth, worth checking out.
1: All right, looking forward to that. And while you're there, you can grab some lemon Z
9: from Ogen. Thanks a lot, Chris. Yeah, thanks for having me, Dean.
0: This is the Business of Cannabis, a joint venture between the Green Generation Co. and the Cannabis 101 podcast, bringing you the latest bud, biz, buzz.
1: Malka LaBelle from the Green Generation Co. joins me as usual for the Business of Cannabis. You can find more information And how she can help you at GreenGenCompany.com and check them out on Twitter at GreenGenCo1. Melka, how are things? Good, Dean. Beautiful sunny day. It has indeed been uh, absolutely gorgeous, uh, at least up here in Edmonton and I'm sure down south. Uh, where you are as well. Uh, let's uh, let's get into this uh, first topic. And, um, you know, we often um, use a, a bit of a harder hitter topic uh, for our first uh, discussion. And, and I don't think there is anything more important than ending the stigma on cannabis for the industry to grow and for people to realize the benefits of it.
3: Exactly. And sometimes I feel like I'm pushing a rock up an extreme <laughs> extremely large hill with talking about this subject matter. Um, I have to say that, you know, I've, I have, have, have had a lot of support from inside the industry, but what happens when, when you try and share your opinions or your what you're doing, um, I'll give you the example here. So um, I had chosen a really nice article from the Growth Off about a Vancouver study that finds that cannabis can be a reverse gateway drug. Uh, which is sort of one of the, the phrase that has been is counter to what the Prohibition era mm-hmm. was saying of cannabis being a gateway drug. So this particular article was, was a good one. It had a, a decent sized study uh, talking to, you know, basically um, drug addicts. Um, and they were claiming that all of them claimed in the study that they used cannabis as a form of mental health and substance use treatment rather than recreationally. And they were basically saying that cannabis is medicine for them. And it it literally helped them be better than what they were just on just the substance abuse. So I shared this particular um, article along with a meme that I'd used before of my own writing that says um, cannabis is for everybody with a sleep, anxiety, stress, or mental health disorder not yet diagnosed. And I said, for more information for uh, health practitioners and education on cannabis, visit my website, and there was a link. So I posted this on on Facebook, which I don't usually put much on Facebook in regards to what I'm doing, literally because of the stigma that is around me with the people that I know and that know what I'm doing. So I shared this with uh, my network, and people in my network that are medical professionals, um, There have been their entire careers, um, literally let the shitstorm fly with um, comments and stigmatized concepts that were, I was in disbelief that as a medical professional, they wouldn't want to learn more about such a interesting yet diverse and controversial thing in our society.
1: It is so true. I mean, uh, you know, I have a, a sort of relatable story with an actual doctor. You know, first of all, years ago, my family doctor who is now retired and I miss him so much, um uh, because of his forward thinking was talking to me about vaping and saying this is something you should look at I know you're consuming cannabis and and he was very forward thinking and then fast forward to past you know uh, legalization and I spoke to a doctor who told me oh you shouldn't vape and I said no no I'm not using the this was during the crazy illegal vape, uh, vape scare. crisis vape yeah gape. So yeah. <laughs> I said, no, no, it's not one of those. It's vaping, fl- I'm actually using flour. And this doctor said, that's worse. And I just thought, you have no idea what you are talking about. And, and you're making these judgments uh, and recommendations for people without any knowledge base. And you know, so that's exactly how this
3: conversation ended up. I had these different people commenting and what their their stigma was was literally what's on it on, on the yellow label on cannabis products. They for verbatim, they didn't know that it was currently on the label, but they were taught by researchers and doctors, premiers in premier people in the area, in the field, that basically created the sentence that is now on every product that very generic without thinking anything past it, like, oh, that's the answer. Therefore, we should not ever do anything with it. And, and That, to me, is like, especially people who have a science and background where they're always being perplexed with new situations and you know things that are wrong with people, you would think that here's an opportunity to learn more. Not to say you should always use it. It's not to be always be used. It's if you're not sure yet, it's not going to kill you. Um, and then go see a medical professional that can help you potentially with a little bit more education. And that's the the whole part is it's not the cannabis that I'm proposing. It's the education for medical professionals. So to, to give them a hand when they're up against other people that have the same stigma.
1: Mm-hmm. You know, if, uh, if, if we didn't ever evolve to possible changes, we would still be using ether uh, during operations. I mean, things change <laughs> and we realize that some things are really good for you and cannabis um we're we're at the 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 kind of the tip of the iceberg analogy with cannabis right we're still discovering yeah. it and and you know eventually you hope uh, medical professionals when um you know the rest of these research papers do get published do come around because it seems they might only believe what they're told
3: it's the tip of the iceberg but i feel that the tipping point isn't isn't there yet you know if you mm-hmm. want to quote uh, malcolm gladwell i think that we're so close but not yet But hopefully with continued conversations like ours, we're going to get closer.
1: Yeah, it's one of the questions I ask almost every one of my guests is, uh, you know, what's your recommendation for helping to, um, you know, end or decrease uh, the stigma? Okay, let's talk about change makers. And I love the name, first of all, of this uh, cannabis store in Vernon, B.C., The Black Crow.
3: That's a great point. That actually, actually is not their legal name anymore. <laughs> it's now what's called BCS cannabis. Okay. Well, I love black crow. crow yeah. Like, yeah. So do I. That's why I liked it in the first place. But the funny thing, that's the first thing I actually had a conversation about with the owner was I was like, wow, you didn't, you know, you didn't lose your logo because their logo and their name is of a black crow, which is against the cannabis branding one. Mm-hmm. You cannot have anything that resembles any animal uh, as part of your logo. Um, so this is why I'm celebrating them is that they're one of the few uh, former dispensaries, like I would say gray market prior to legalization, that I used to visit in BC on a regular basis. And they've now successfully transitioned to being a fully legal cannabis retailer, including having their name altered so that it fits um, with the the laws. So they, that's why they use BCS and the black crow is really what it's called. And I wanted to honor that because it was so beautiful.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, it's interesting though, um, when, when you bring that up about, you know, you cannot use imagery um, you know, there's a wolf grinder product it used to have a, a picture of a wolf on there and they actually uh, had to change that, but you can go get a big bear beer uh, if you want to, or, or different things. So it's, <laughs> it's strange um, how that does work out sometimes.
3: And have you noticed that the little band has gone off the
1: zigzag? Yep.
3: Packs as well. And I think the Bic same, Lighters yeah. has
1: to change. I think if uh, if Bic Lighters wants to have their lighters in cannabis retail stores, I've been told they're going to have yeah. to take their little cartoon logo off too.
3: Exactly. Yeah. So this company is. We had a great conversation. I went in there to buy some stuff and to show them some of the other products that I'm wrapping. And they, I'm like, congratulations for making it this far. How has it been? And He's like, you know, prior to, prior to COVID, his store, and, and legalization, but really the last few years, his store's been bumping. Uh, There's always lots of people there. They have a, a wide assortment of edibles and candies and things that I'd never seen before, and they were delicious, um, which are not there at all anymore. The store has completely changed from what's inside of it. The outside looks the same, and the logo has a big BCS over it instead of a crow. But uh otherwise, um really what the problem the the, the issues are now is because it's legal, their business has dropped like a friggin' rock. And it's because they're up against those um dispensaries on native land not very far away from them. So they're they're they fought the good fight to become legal and are being up against the competition, which is only a few kilometers away. So I just wanted to say that they're doing amazing work, and I wanted to honour them with this segment um, because hopefully uh, they'll continue to grow.
1: So it's interesting. Uh, They made the transition, and their business has declined because the people who are operating illegally and not paying the taxes and not doing it right are being unable to operate. I mean, that's just that gives no incentive for people to make the crossover, and we have to give them incentive. That is just... That is just so backwards in, in every sense of the word.
3: A hundred percent. And 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 not only that, but like his whole he had to fire his whole staff because he's not that busy. Yeah. So like before he had five or six people in there helping different customers and doing a great job of explaining the local products that were available. But now it's like he's he's one he's a single solo entrepreneur hoping to make it in this very Interesting world that we live in.
1: And when what sort of um, you know recourse is this for, um, or or I guess help available? Reaching out to the MP in the area, or or what's the what's the next step for to 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 trying to prevent this from happening for others?
3: Well, that's what I asked him. I said, you know, what what like because I've heard we have talked about this on previous episodes that that this issue is coming to light because I spent a lot of time in BC and I was asking those questions from different sides. And so he actually has some new information. I mean, again, I think it's a lot of voice and a lot of talk, but he said that the, the native groups are coming together, the bands and, and trying to close the loophole with like cease and desist letters of these dispensaries. Um, but it's the kind of thing that there's like, he doesn't think that there's any hammer, a hammer to the action. Like they have no ability to enforce it because like I said, they're not covered under uh, federal jurisdiction, they're provincial. So it's, he, he was just as perplexed and hope yet hopeful that um and i think by talking about it that's part of the of like sh- sh- shining a light and explaining how this is all working and how it's really hurting the industry um is really what uh what needs to be done here
1: yeah it just seems weird like you know um i i don't think i could just go and put up a a flatbed truck down the street from Nova cannabis on Jasper Ave in Edmonton and start selling illegal cannabis. But that's kind of basically what's happening here. Well, yes, except for the loophole that it's
3: on native reserve land. That's right. All right. Yeah. So he's not on reserve land, but he's 10 kilometers from reserve land. Yeah. So that's what it is. And, and, and there, there's in there's this, this, disengagement uh, from within the native groups, because some of them really want to do it the right way. Mm-hmm. They are getting their licenses, they are growing the product under LP, and but then there's sort of this it's a, it's a negotiation, it's a back and forth within the bands, between the bands, and with the government and them. So it's like there's so many sides now mm-hmm. that everybody's just getting a smaller piece of whatever's happening
1: right but we do know some of those shops are operating on non-native land as as you found out on a a recent trip you pass by them so it just seems that those uh, are
3: the ones that are on native land so that's what i found out it's, oh all of those the, ones the, were oh the, okay they are on vernon band land oh yeah i okay. didn't know that before because it's, it's a part of a major highway right, but that's right. exactly what that is okay is that area is that that area
1: all right, that makes, uh, that makes a lot more sense now and uh, we'll have to certainly watch that situation and hopefully uh, it develops for the people that are going the legal route and, and the people uh, within the different bands that want to get into the legal market can, can make that uh, transition. All right, let's uh, talk about what it means to be green and we're simply talking about the colour green, um, you know, equaling health.
3: Yeah, so this is just, I really wanted to tie this all back together and to emphasize the point is that, you know, in my mind, and really it's a marketing branding thing to, you know, green is often often used to symbolize health and uh, in, in representation of, of, you know, like, for example, the TELUS logo added green to it to be TELUS health. Um, as an example so what I wanted to say is that you know what I learned from my little posting on Facebook and I, I actually shared the same post across Instagram LinkedIn and Facebook for a true experiment um, I found that on Instagram and LinkedIn there was a ton more support from both my friends and network as well as my peers and business business associates because uh, I feel that LinkedIn and Instagram are sort of the two places where cannabis is friendly and cannabis is green and it, and it does symbolize uh, good things um, but what I wanted to say is that in tackling this particular issue of stigma, um, particularly from the education side, cannabis is still not medicine to some people. And that's really where there's that disconnect. And I think, I think that that's where I'm trying to hone in on what it means to be green, is that if we can get people to think about, about medicine as something that's healthy, that's green, not that comes in a bottle with a label and a hard to open thing, hard to, you know, I think if we start changing the paradigm of our minds that plants and things that are green are things that are healthy, which is not just about cannabis. It's about everything in this world. um, I think that's where we really have to go to make this, this paradigm and this this stigma really get reduced. So please um, rise above it. Let's end the stigma. And uh, yeah. Hopefully, that's something where we can all go to a better future.
1: It's interesting the the color uh, scheme, and and you know, there's there's lots of marketing out there about uh, you know different colors and what consumers to be, seem to be maybe attracted to. And uh, I, I don't know if I ever thought about uh, um, the green color as a health symbol, but now that I'm thinking about it, you, you do see it uh, quite often, and. And, and you know I, like I think that uh, that green color should be the ideal color for the ending the stigma if there's some sort of hashtag anything like that else, it should be green primarily the color of cannabis which in my opinion equals health and I know it does because it it, it equals uh, help for me and and help for my mental health so uh, you when you know I, I would always say, I used to always say cannabis. um, uh, I always did think cannabis was for everybody. Uh, Now I think uh, maybe it's just THC isn't for everybody, but cannabis can be for everybody. Like THC maybe doesn't mix with some people, but the plant can help everybody in some way. And you do not need to involve THC.
3: Amen, and you know, there's all these things about the plant that you also don't have to put inside your body, but are right. still very healthy for you. So again, we come back to the whole plant is the green. Unfortunately, the stigma I think is with the word cannabis, THC, tea, tea, and marijuana, but people still just can't separate those things, and that's where we really have to focus on um, really clarifying what those parts are, and that's all what it's all about. Mm-hmm. Ending the stigma hashtag and the stigma and hashtag green generation
1: yeah and listen there's there's a lot of people that like to refer to cannabis in their way and use it recreationally and that's fine and there's a lot of people that want to call it something else I I don't think any one person should be deciding how what we call it uh if you're comfortable calling it well you know some people don't like the word consumption they just like the word get high well other people don't want to get high they are consuming cannabis uh, for for health benefits. So uh, there's many different types of cannabis user, and there are many, many more types of medical cannabis users more and more every day and there will be more and more uh, every year as we go and as we learn um you know as i mentioned earlier more about the plant more people are going to come on board with this so you know the slogan here is it's not just about getting high it's about getting healthy um and you know many people use cannabis for many different things amen let's keep it going All right, Malka, thank you so much for your time. As usual, you can find out uh, more information at greengencompany.com and check them out on Twitter at GreenGenco One. Bud, dope, flower, ganja,
4: Mary
0: Jane. We all have our own language when it comes to cannabis. Herb, John Lennon, plant tie stick salad so let's explore another weed word of the day
4: samuel objects. the hobbit's leaf lady gaga 420
1: so for weed a word of the day we go with one slang term one standard term and the slang term we're going with today is baker uh just used to describe somebody who uses cannabis uh, on a daily basis, I would imagine, and sometimes starts their day. You know, the bakers are up in the morning, early, they're getting busy. Uh, Maybe that's the uh, uh, enthusiastic cannabis user. Rises early, gets cannabis in their system, maybe goes for a run and gets their day started. The baker, I like that. Or they just get baked all the time, I don't know. The standard term is hydroponic. You heard Chris and I discussing that as far as uh, how things are grown with Ogen, and that is growing without soil, uh, but using mineral nutrient solutions in a water water solvent. Uh, So the plants need to get their nutrients from somewhere, they're not getting it from their soil, what happens? The plants are suspended in sand, gravel, cocoa, peat, there's lots of other things that people use, and the nutrients are applied right to the roots, and the water, that gets used or not used uh, gets recycled so anything the roots don't use gets uh, another spin within the hydroponic world there are a bunch of different ways of doing it but this method has been around a long time Uh, some people say the 600 bc era with the uh, gardens of babylon others say the aztecs used it around the 11th century but it is uh, a very interesting and cool way of growing if you have the room and the, uh, the resources to do it uh, the hydroponic way, which um, just is a, 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 just, just a different form and, and, and some people think gives it a, uh, a better type of quality of cannabis.
0: Is the Cannabis 101 podcast your guide through the legalization and consumption of cannabis in Canada and beyond? And that's
1: going to wrap things up for us on the show. Uh, I'd like to thank everybody who came down uh, this week to the uh, Spirit Leaf Argyle location in Edmonton for the Spirit Leaf bus tour. Uh, it was so fun to have uh, Madison and Emily and uh, Darren and Amber on the program. David Wiley from the OZ. And, and big thanks to uh, Jessica and Nicole for inviting me down and uh, allowing me to uh, take up some of their space yesterday and listen to me babble. Uh, David Wiley from the OZ, of course, from This Week in Cannabis News. Follow him on Twitter, at WileyWriter. Chris Ianson, my educator. And the manager of the Nova Cannabis Jasper Ave location in Edmonton. Drop by with what's that strain with lemon Z is what we did from Ogen and Malka Bell from the green generation co on the business of cannabis. Let's get rid of the stigma of cannabis from normal people, but particularly medical practitioners who are not doing any kind of research into why they are against it. They're they're basically, it's not, some of them, not all of them, of course, I don't want to generalize, but some of them are acting basically like robots. Again, our cannabis question, what is the best cannabis swag that you've received? We'll give you some of the cool swag that I've uh, picked up over the last little while. Thanks again for joining me on the show. I hope you enjoyed it. If you did, please subscribe. And uh, if you feel like it, uh, leave us a review. Check out Cannabis 101 Podcast. .ca for past episodes and uh, one hitters, and check out podcastalley.ca for all your podcast needs. If you're into sports, I've got a couple of those one about the NHL draft, one about sports and pop culture. And if you'd like to be a part of the show as a uh, possible guest or as an advertiser, hit me up Cannabis 101 Podcast at gmail.com. Finishing off the Jean Guy, I started the show with. As we go, let's hear the marijuana song from the artist My Dead Dog. And remember, it's not just about getting high, it's about getting healthy.
0: You took too much, man, you took too much, too much.